Hello, everyone, yes, hello. and welcome to episode 226 of Game Time with Manny. As mm-hmm. always, I am here with Okay, Matt. awesome. Um, I do, I was thinking I don't have an anecdote to start this one with, but I do, actually. Uh, last night, I went to a three-year-old's birthday party. Um, she was turning three, and uh, she has a five-year-old brother, Okay. And so a lot of their family members live kind of far away. So they just like send gifts to the family or whatever. So the son who's five also got a gift and it was a Lego car. Okay. And he's five. All right. So like, you know, you would think that it would need to be like a very simple like set that like he could put together nah dog it's one of those ones that has like a working motor in it (laughs) and so (laughs) these two kids a three-year-old and a five-year-old just like opened the bags of legos like they're fucking a pinata and the lego pieces just go all over this playroom and i was just like oh my fucking god and he wants to build it for real <laughs> and no one else is going to help them so i just start sitting down <laughs> and doing it and they are both handing me random pieces that have nothing to do with what i'm trying to do and i'm just like ah thanks guys thank you so much uh <laughs> and so i i started building it and then it was time to eat the cake because they were like doing a zoom call with family members who couldn't make it to see her blow out the cake or whatever. And he lost his mind and was like, no, we have to build a car. And was just like lost his fucking mind. And his grandma came in and was like, Hey, do you want to take this home and build it if you enjoy it? And I was like, I mean, I can do that because he really seems to want it. She's like, yeah, because in like an hour, he won't even remember that this is a thing. But if you take it home and build it, it would be the greatest thing in his life. And so we quickly grabbed up all of the the pieces and stuff. And so I have them all. That is so funny. Like like, she just like tasked you with this, like this massive thing. And it's going to take me the rest of my fucking life. Right. I know. And I was like, I feel so bad for this kid because he was like so upset. He loves cars. He's like obsessed with cars. And I was like, yes, I'll build it. And but like, no shit. The thing I was putting together first is like a fucking working engine. It And I was just like, this is crazy. I guess it, his grandpa who sent it to him is like 70 and has no idea about anything to do with Legos. So he was just like, oh, yeah, it's a car. And I, I was just like, oh, fuck. There's no way they're going to be able to put this together. I think I think it is okay. a NASCAR. I don't have the box anymore. I guess I could look at the front of the instruction manual, but I think it is like it looks like a NASCAR car. Oh, that's, um, uh, but I'm I, sorry, it is you have to do so that. many pieces. It's fucking crazy. I have like half of the engine built. I think so. It was. It was also so hot in that room, <laughs> and. It, Mackenzie comes in and is like, yeah, I see you're building that. And I was like, yeah, we're in here in the car sweatshop. Uh, okay. It's, it's hot in here and I'm going to die. All right. All right. I, uh, so yeah, that was my experience at a, uh, three-year-olds. I am not party. spending my time with three-year-olds and, and we were just like, oh, sorry, hell yeah. Man. Time to build the Lego car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were cool. I liked them. They were very nice and fun to play with. So, I mean, that's cool. And that's going to really cut but into yeah, your result of time. Like, huh? oh, I made a mistake coming in here to put the car <laughs> together, huh? Yeah, yeah. 
it really is going to cut into all of my time. <laughs> and then it was really funny because I tried to be like, well, I hope there's not like mm-hmm. a deadline on this because I'm not going to be here next weekend, which is probably when I would be spending a majority of my time <laughs> trying to build this thing. She was like, oh, no, just take whatever. it with you. Take as long as you want, if you want to do it. And you guys like, can okay. all put it together. Said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say, guys. Exactly. It'll be so much fun. Team bonding exercise. <laughs> Let's build this like okay. a NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I spent last evening doing, which is why I did not play the Street Fighter Six beta, which because I was and planning on playing it last You didn't get to play night, Zelda much man, yesterday the day it came out because you had to go to Taylor Swift. I... What's going on? Fuck it. I know. I played a lot of Zelda, but no, I I guess I will say this now because okay. it's not worth talking about in the game section. Uh, Mackenzie's son really likes Minecraft, and so Minecraft Legends just came out, the like RTS one. And I was like, oh, like I like RTS. If we play this together, it'll be cool. They fucking didn't make it local co-op. You can only do online co-op. So I jumped through all these hoops to set him up on my Game Pass thing, and then I tried to. I bought it, got it on my PlayStation, and it was like, "Oh, you have to use the same Minecraft account, and then you can't play online together." And I was like, "So great! Now I have this fucking game, and Sony refused to refund me, even though now I can't even log into the correct Minecraft account. It like just says like, "Oh no, it's broken." Yeah. And so I was like, I just can't even use this game properly. And Sony still was like, nah, fuck you. But anyways, then I moved on to Minecraft yes. Dungeons on Game Pass because that is... Yeah, I've played that game have, specifically. Uh, local co-op? Yes. And you've played Diablo, right? It's not great. It was boring. Oh, you have. Um, I think that it is Diablo if you remove all the fun. Yeah. Like, it literally just feels like Diablo if you removed all the fun. And this is a mistake that I keep making, is I can't introduce mm-hmm. games to him if I don't think I'll be able to be invested in the long run, because then <laughs> they will, he will love it, which he did with Minecraft Dungeons, and is like, we should buy all the DLC in the season pass. And I was like, bro, we played this game for 25 minutes, like, we can't. I can't oh, make that kind of commitment at this moment. Let's at least try to beat just it play first. Diablo and he's like, no, like this is the month. best game I've ever played. And I was like, oh, I, have, I was like, I've made a tactical error here. <laughs> That's what I was like. Let's do Diablo. And he was, I thought about that because he was like, he's only just started to read, so he has trouble with some stuff. So he was like asking me the skill names, and I was like, man, I would love to read this. What the skills do with Diablo? Honestly, you can it's just like the necromancer. You can just pick he's like, up, I don't uh, know. You like cut your hand and what get Diablo some sweet blood magic damage. You know, like uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, almost certainly. But yeah, I it, it's because it's Minecraft. Like something about I don't. It's something like magical with kids where like because it has the Minecraft blocks and the characters like they are more likely to stick with it and care than if I was just like, oh, let's play like an RTS or like let's play a dungeon crawler. Something about like, yeah, the Minecraft like, aesthetic. Diablo has ketchup. Get it so. already? Sort of. It's bizarre to me. I don't know. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, Diablo also is not boring, in my opinion. I mean, some people probably think well, anyway, that, but like, uh, I don't know. Having dog. a great time it, over there. Oh, man, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my that was my yesterday, was all that. Sweet. Went from playing Minecraft Dungeons to building a NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess with that, we can get into, uh, the news of which there was a bit, uh, my number one story here, which it seems like GameSpot broke. It seems like this just like kind of Tamor Hussein asked them this question and that's how this story broke. He basically was like, hey, so I heard like maybe you guys aren't doing the PVE mode anymore. And they tried to be like, I... I, I should have pulled it up. The The way they answer it is bizarre because it is like yeah. saying absolutely we are not developing it anymore without saying that. And then he just clarifies and is like, so it's canceled? And they're basically like, yes. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? So the whole purpose of Overwatch 2 and the whole reason that it was originally supposed to be a different game was because like, oh, it's going to be the same essential like online mode but with new characters and new ways to do stuff but also we're adding this pve mode that like they had there's gameplay of out there from blizzcon of like you would progress each character and they would have like this massive skill tree to get all these cool abilities and like be able to get um like equipment and stuff and like there's gameplay of that out there like you can go see that um and i guess they decided that it wasn't worth it or something and so they're just canceling it and now to me i they, yeah they I really don't uh, understand really why one overwatch like, 2 no one exists, talks about overwatch 2 anymore <laughs> yes no but it's it just is so weird because like it just now it just is overwatch still you know what i mean except that well, yeah, they like they overhauled it to make it a free-to-play game, game and in my opinion made it worse in almost every way so i yes because they thought that that would change the meta i guess i haven't been following that like the competitive scene at all uh so i haven't like seen anyone talk about that kind of stuff but it just yeah it's bizarre and like I, I don't know. I mean, that kind of mode, I think, would have been cool. Because, as I, as I always said, I think that the world of Overwatch is very cool. And so, like, if there was, like, more chances to just, like, be those characters in, like, missions pertaining to the world or, like, story scenarios, I would like that. They basically were like, oh, well, we're still going to do PvE stuff. It's just going to be, like, the seasonal things like we've always done. And it's like, oh, well, those are always lame. Because you're, like, making some weird bootleg-ass mode to tack into this game that is not meant for that. And so they always felt like kind of weird. And they basically were like, we're going to continue doing it like that. And I was like, well, what the fuck? Now I definitely will never play Overwatch 2, almost certainly. But I just thought that was very weird because I bet as recently as three weeks ago, they were still yeah, talking about this mode like, like it was currently in development. And they were really my guess is it. they kept trying, but they couldn't make it fun. And they just kind of gave up. Yeah, I guess it, it's just it's also one of those weird things because Blizzard is one of but the that was the old developers Blizzard. that They've is known released for just like canceling games, right? When they're not, 
Yes. Oh, they have, but I, I'm just saying, like, Overwatch is a result of them canceling a game. Like, it was the MMO heroes that they just decided to continue to use the assets for. Like, they canceled StarCraft Ghost back in the day. But, like, this, it just, they continued to be like, no, yeah, it's a thing, it's a thing, until they're just, like, randomly like, oh, no, not anymore. It's very, I don't know. It's a weird way for that to come out, too, from, like, an interview instead of Blizzard making a yeah, statement, like, uh, saying something about it. It's a situation, just, but Overwatch is really also weird. not the name it was, so, which is kind of crazy. I, th- I thought it was going to be kind of like the next big IP in video games, but I think it, it yeah. I think it's just kind of one of those like one and done type of franchises. Yeah, it was really funny because I, I saw people getting really mad at Ben Pack on Twitter because he said that he thinks that Overwatch is like the biggest one of the biggest bag f- fumbles yes. in gaming history. Because, like, it was so huge, and they just, like, didn't capitalize on it at all. <laughs> and now, like, Overwatch 2 is, like, basically... It was like, the, it was the biggest thing, I would say, in 2016. Whereas, like, it was so big. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, and, like, then they kept going with, like, their professional league and stuff, and, like, tried to make it super huge, and people got way invested in that. And for yeah. them to just, like, fumble the bag so completely, it's... I think, is wild. No. Um, but I, I don't know, have a lot Blizzard of faith in Diablo It's not what it once 4, was. I'm Maybe sorry. Diablo 4, you know? We will find out very soon. June 2nd. Uh, well, we that's good. Out. Uh, people seem to really like that beta, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see about that. Um, the next thing here I think is very cool. Uh, Mortal Kombat started teasing a couple weeks ago. They, like, changed their name to Mortal Kombat 30th because it's the 30th anniversary. Um, they put out a teaser video of a clock starting at 9 o'clock, counting up to 11 o'clock, and then skipping 12 o'clock and going to 1 and uh, it seems pretty obvious to me at that point that they were going to skip 12 and go back mm-hmm. to Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, and that is what occurred. But I predicted this. And I can't believe I never said it on a podcast or anything. But people kept saying, like, oh, because at the end of the Mortal Kombat 11 DLC, Liu Kang becomes an Elder God and takes Kronika's place, and he's Fire God Liu Kang, and he is all about, like, there has to be peace in my new world that I have created. And people were like, oh, well, you can't have Mortal Kombat in a peaceful world. And I said, no. My man is <laughs> so obsessed with peace okay. that he is going to use violence to uh, keep peace. Manny, 1, this is the best trailer of the year. I'm not saying it's going to be the I best game, but my God, this trailer was so fucking good. <laughs> But, like, my oh. man just is like, oh. no, I said peace and, like, destroys a dude. Oh, like, and I was like, it goes I more than that. Just the way the trailer it's just like, game is. It starts out, it's so serene. And then it's just like, and then they just, like, they're hyping up this story and they're just building up. And you're like, I was getting excited about it. And then just boom, out of nowhere, Mortal Kombat happens and skulls are getting, like, caved in and, like, eyeballs are getting, like, pushed into the eye sockets. And it's just like, combat happens and it's just it was just so unexpected because it just kind of came out of nowhere because tonally trailer was going initially i laughed so hard at this trailer it, my favorite trailer of the year 
<laughs> yes, yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It is buck fucking uh, wild. Um, and then I yep, was like, yep. "Oh, this trailer's cool. When is this game coming out?" And they were yep. like, "Oh yeah, this year." And I was like, "Shut the fuck up! It is not. This comes out September nineteenth. Like, what? Tekken, Street Fighter, Mortal I, Kombat. Fighting games are feasting, baby. No." Yeah, like Tekken will pro I bet Tekken won't come out this year. I bet it will come out like early next year. But still, when all three like major, major fighting game franchises mm -hmm. are coming yes. out within like probably um, six, the fighting seven game months community, of each other. All we need is a good Marvel oh, game. It's gonna be so That's sick. all we need. I'm ready. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then it, th yes. oh my god, then it could be the best like era in a very long time. And it is weird because like Tekken 8 does look like because they just keep putting out character videos that like look very complete, except for the most recent one. Some of the stuff that Huarang does, I was like, oh, this is the first one where I'm like, he might not be done yet. Some of his animations were like janky as fuck. Yeah, I don't think it's going to come out this year, but still, it, it's I bet that game comes soon. out early next year, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. So I th I think that's mm -hmm. really cool. And um, so Mortal Kombat, it is called Mortal Kombat 1. And it is because Fire God Liu Kang reset the timeline in his perfect image or whatever he wanted it to be. Uh, so, yeah, I it's cool. Um, I don't know if you read any of the stuff about the game, but the first um, DLC character is Jean-Claude Van Damme, that, yes. literally his likeness as a Johnny Cage skin. Uh, because originally when okay. they conceived of Johnny Cage, they conceived him as John Claude Van Damme. So that that's pretty cool. Um, I did see they that. also have cameo characters. Yes, I did hear K, about that. That sounds and so those are, interesting for those are Mortal Kombat. And that's one thing I do need to praise Mortal Kombat. It seems like they're always coming up with new gimmicks and ways to shake up uh, shake up the games. Like and lately, yeah. I think most of them have been hitting, and they've been good additions to just, like, the Mortal Kombat formula, so. Yeah, yes. but, I mean, the way they describe the cameo characters is, like, they're assist characters, and that they are a different pool of characters than the ones you play as, so, like, that is another way for them to add more Mortal Kombat characters. To at least be I think that's game. sick, but it's also a little disappointing because you know there's uh, so gonna be one assist that you're like, fuck, I wish I could play as that character. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I I'm just curious to see how they're doing it. And I that directly leads into the next one, which mm -hmm. is there is an hour-long PlayStation showcase which is what they call their very large yes, this presentations. Is, like, these are the ones that are called when they always the great. They yes. haven't had a like a PlayStation show like showcase be bad. Yes. Uh, their state of plays that's a different story. But when it's the showcase name, you know it's gonna yeah. be a quality show. It's gonna be a quality show. So. Mm -hmm. And so that is happening this coming Wednesday at uh, four p.m. EST. Um, I bet they will show gameplay of Mortal Kombat at this. Um, because it was the rumor for a long time that Mortal Kombat was going to get announced at a PlayStation event. Um, so I bet that they that show gameplay me. of Mortal Kombat at this event. Yeah. Um, 
especially especially if it comes out in September, like they got to start showing gameplay sometime soon. So I th- I think that would be cool. Get, that like, is possible. I also think that and then show some uh, they may not do the PlayStation, uh, but uh, they have a. I think one of the Mortal Kombat's was announced at like the Game Awards, so I wouldn't be surprised if like part of like the Summer Games Fest with Jeff Keighley, yeah. like the, the more stuff gets announced there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, I don't know if I I don't know if it'll be PlayStation. I bet I, my guess um, is it's going to be more with Jeff Keighley because like they already have that pedigree with Keighley anyway. Yeah. Regardless of Mortal Kombat, Spider-Man 2, which I bet it's Spider-Man 2's release date's gonna get announced. You, yes. Oh, it's gotta be. I mean, that was the leak day already. That came out was in early sub mid September. I that is the only thing that I can I probably. But there are other ones that I'm like, is, like a is there anything that you're hopeful thing. for? Uh, that's the only one that I really want to see. I mean, like the other stuff that I know Sony don't has say like, that. on don't the say docket, that, I guess I don't care as much about, like, but like, I still want to like, always no, so like, really want to see a little right? more. So like, mm-hmm. no, that's, I, and I, I get that. I would love to see that, but like the other stuff, like they still have to release the last of us Two multiplayer, which they like spun out into a separate thing that they are playing up really big. There's the horizon multiplayer game, uh, that they're trying to do. Um, but like, other than that, I mean, God of War came out too recently for there to be anything else about that. Um, that I wrote down Ghost I of guess Tsushima, there could and be I, a sequel I, to Ghost of Tsushima. My guess is Naughty Dog's like not working on that multiplayer. I want to know what like Naughty Dog proper is doing, yeah, a whole new IP. Um, I'm also wondering about Resident Evil, if we're going to see some Resident Evil at uh, the showcase. Uh, and then there's also the rumors of Castlevania uh, yeah, and, well, basically Konami, uh, <clears throat> you know, getting into bed with uh, PlayStation. So uh, potentially some Castlevania would be really awesome as well. Silent yeah, Hill, I mean, Castlevania, and um, Hill as well, a remake so. of... Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. I still I don't need that one at all. But I... Uh, I don't know. I believe in Castlevania. I I think that one is probably actually... And, and what is, I mean, like, what is Blue Point been working stuff on? Stuff also seems likely. Maybe we'll find out what Gear. remake they're working on. That would make sense. I mean, so, they did say it was like... So, uh, that, those are just a few it. ideas. I mean, like, you're right. We're definitely... This is going to be a deep, deep dive into Spider-Man 2. But, like, you know, I really want to know what Naughty Dog's working on. And, and you know this thing's going to have some great bangers, so... Oh, yeah. This, I, I have faith that yes. I will think this is awesome. So, I'm, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then Pokemon was like, whoa, Sony, the 24th, you can't have this day. We're launching the Pokemon Home update. You know, May 24th. It's in the first half, I guess. 2023. 
Oh fuck off! Like I don't. What was the what was the delay? You know, that's the real question. Whatever. Pokemon Home is. I I I don't fucking know, dude. Pokemon Home is finally updating May twenty fourth. I wish that it mattered at all. Really, Um, it is you know they're tying Scarlet and Violet into Pokemon Home recently. Uh, it does seem like the first time that you might be able to move Pokemon backwards if they are, like, compatible with previous games. It will just, like, delete the moves that they can't know, is what was suggested. Oh, but I guess we'll have to find out when that actually comes to pass. Uh, but when, like the previous games, when they first came to home... Um, it will unlock a special Pokemon for you when you link the games for the first time, and in this you will get the oh, three that's, starter that's Pokemon from one. Scarlet and Violet with their hidden ability. So so you'll get all three of those in home, so that's, that's pretty cool. I think that is awesome. Um, the other thing that I think is a cool update is the you in the only on the Switch version of home, not the phone version, which seems whack as fuck. But on the Switch version, you'll be able to use move relearner so that the Pokemon can relearn oh. any moves that it had previously uh, tried. That, to yeah, learn. that'll be. And I think that, that, that that's actually cool because you can great, just do it right uh, from the app. Yeah, that's like a really, really good quality of life thing. Um and then I, I didn't write any of the other stuff down, but they like they have like basically like weird achievements uh, in there. And they added a bunch of those new achievements uh, for stuff from Scarlet and Violet. So, uh, yeah, Pokemon I, Home, finally. I feel like it. at this point, like there's just too many other games to play that like this is meaningless to me at this point. It is, I, and like when this, people were like talking about Pokemon again, I was like, oh man, is this about the DLC? And like, no. Like, at this point, I just want to know what that, like, I just want to see the DLC, I guess. Like, I I, I don't know. Because I would rather have new stuff. Like, I, I don't know. It's cool that I'll be able to put the Pokemon in home, but like in the grand scheme of things, that's not really super. Right. I, yeah, I agree. Super meaningful for me personally. So. Um. And then Nintendo on May 26th, they are adding Super Mario Advance 1, 2, and 3 uh, to the Switch mm-hmm. Online Expansion Pass yeah. Game Boy Advance app. Uh, that That's cool. It is uh, Super Mario Advance is Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, Super Mario Advance 2 is World. And then uh, Advance 3 is Yoshi's Island. Those are all fairly good ports of those games. Um, I have played them before. They're neat. I, they have some extra stuff in them. I don't know what that stuff is off the top of my head. I know Super Mario Advance had some weird shit with the e-reader, mm-hmm. which I assume they will have had to cut from this version. But um, yeah, those games are neat. I think it's cool because... They're putting out three at once, where normally they trickle these out like one at a time, like once every three months or some shit. So to have three new games, uh, I believe these were two of these were not even listed in the Game Boy Advance games that they had upcoming. Uh, So that's that's cool, too. It means maybe there's more Game Boy Advance games in the pipeline than what they had showed initially, because like they showed Golden Sun originally, and that still isn't out yet. Um, So. I guess we'll we will see uh, including and then, you to the dismay of many Hollow Knight's <clears throat> including me yep. Hollow Knight's Silk Song uh, is delayed 
uh, because it was they had originally said the first half of this year. Uh, they're not going to make that. And my take on this is. Please take as long as yeah, possibly yeah. necessary. <laughs> like, take take as long as you need to make a game that you are confident in, because for some reason, this game is now one of the most anticipated <laughs> indie titles ever. Um, it, like it has blown up to like a ridiculous proportion. Like the hype surrounding it is buck wild online. Um, so I. I get it. You know, take as long as you need to to make a game that you are proud of and want to put out there. Uh, it still seems like they are sh- shooting for this year, um, but the they still don't. Uh, but have never. Said, well, they like, did. They said with, window, basically you know? within so, a year of that Xbox showcase, and then that didn't happen. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. That. That that's why they said it was delayed. But I mean, like oh. Team Cherry really hasn't like gotten out there now and been like, "Oh, this is like our our new timeline or whatever." So I, I it it seemed to be suggested that it was still this year, but I don't, uh, you know, I don't have like a lot of faith in that until they come out and give a specific date or something. But any either way, I they should just take as long as I mean, like, there's no reason to rush a game. Know. If it's not ready, we've we've seen that happen way too many times, and it it never ends well for the the publisher or the the developer or the publisher. So, yeah, and like Hollow Knight took a really long time to come out after its initial like announcement and Kickstarter and stuff, but also right. that like so no one really you know, they hadn't put out a game much. before. So, yeah, like a. You know, now there's tons of people being like, where is it? Every time any kind of showcase happens. So, uh, yeah, so that I'm fine with that. It's just I would like to. You will. I can't wait. It'll kind of happen this year. I'm almost positive of that. Yeah, I I think it will as well. Um, And then the final one, I did not see this. Square, Square is interested yeah. in creating new studios and acquiring studios. Maybe they <laughs> I, was, I literally have the same thought. Uh, so basically, as w- I, we haven't discussed it on the podcast, but I was telling you, Manny, I've been uh, I have a a commute, so I've been listening kind of funny, and they they were talking about it on there. So I, I don't know what their source was, but uh, apparently that's what Square Enix is interested in doing. And all I could think is, then why the hell did you sell off Idos? Like, yeah, that's what I don't fucking understand. Like, Crystal Dynamics, even though they haven't had bangers recently... Well, they had, like, they had the mess with developer. Marvel, but, like, I don't think the the uh, the Tomb Raider games were... Un- like, I think they were all profitable. They didn't make as much money as they needed, but that's not on that... Like, that's not on that studio or those games. Well, no, and then, like, they let Io go... Right. And then now right. Hitman is like wildly successful. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck <laughs> you're gonna wanted to buy yeah, studios? Yeah, like what the fuck are you? It doing? makes no sense, but Plus, like at the same time, that's exactly Square Enix's mo. So yes, <laughs> yes. to do baffling shit. I agree. Uh, put out, but then also Wonder like World, release baby. like Final Fantasy. Need more of those. You know the remake of Seven, and I bet Sixteen is gonna be great. So. Oh, that's the other thing I think is going to be at the PlayStation Showcase is another trailer for the Final Fantasy VII. Do you think we'll see uh, anything about just like 16 that's coming out as well? 
God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't. Th- that last state of play to me was just like so boring about 16. And it was like, we, I didn't need this. Maybe it was Maybe just like a hype trailer, like a you know, like it's like a, but, a 90 second hype trailer. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause I mean, it, by that time it'll be like literally like. Exactly. Just to, to get people thinking about it again, get um, people excited for so. it. That's what I would do, but. Yeah, I get they could do that, but the the last time when they finally announced the name of the Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, which I can't even remember right now, that mm. was at a PlayStation thing. So, and they have their weird like two year or exclusivity on that shit also. So, who I I bet they will show that trailer because I think it's about time yeah, for absolutely. them to start ramping up marketing uh, yes, for absolutely. that after sixteen comes out. So. And that game it'll probably be out next year. They'll make um, a lot of money. But yeah. Yes. Oh, that game will also print money for them. I I just I feel like I want someone to acquire Square before they like fuck them. I think I think that, that they have I just want. enough big games that they can maintain for a while. <clears throat> That like I yeah I don't know I fear for their safety because it's one of those things where they'll like make some weird decision or like how they recently were talking about like how they should get way into crypto and <laughs> shit like that and you're like nah dog like what yeah, that was not a very don't popular do that decision. uh yeah so and then like you know the hot mm-hmm. games like the Quiet Man and Bell and Wonderworld you know they only produce bangers always uh. It's just yeah, they're they're so bizarre that I worry about them sometimes. I don't get it. That's Maybe possible. some Kingdom Hearts four, huh? That is possible because again, Sony. Mm. I don't know. It wasn't Sony. It was Kingdom Hearts. It was their concert that showed that footage. But yeah, it's been about a year since that footage was shown. I think so. Maybe Nomura's got uh, more cooking in there. That's a quick turnaround for that that franchise they probably need a good like 12 years to to really you know get that game out right yeah right, I mean, it's right. gonna come out in 14 okay. 15 years but they'll put out a trailer <laughs> one, all the time until then you know yeah. um yeah so that's that's really the news um i do think that our next news segment will be pretty jam-packed because what they show at the PlayStation Showcase will probably be oh, very yeah. worth talking oh, so about. So excited, yes. yes. That, if there's not one game announced and, uh, for, like, to... I bet there's going to be at least one game announced for basically everyone there, so. Oh, yeah. I I, I think it's going to be very cool. And um, it, the our next podcast will bring us into early June, so it's possible that some other companies will get into, like, yeah, the, the E3 June spirit around that or we'll, announce some stuff. Or we'll so at least we'll have see. like a better we'll idea of when stuff. all these like event like when people are going to have their showcases, you know. Uh when is Microsoft Mike cuz I think Microsoft's supposed to be having one soon as well. Yeah, there's his uh oh. June yeah. I, so I guess the next couple podcasts we're going to have some fun showcases, so 
Yeah, and that that June 11th one also has like a large yes. segment just about Starfield. So they will show that again. Um so yeah, with that, I guess we can get into um the games yes. that we have um, been playing. Uh why don't you go oh. first with the, you know, the All right. Uh, I can just kind of like I've been continuing to play Uncharted and Resident Evil 4. I think like playing the first Uncharted on the PS3, it's been just such an interesting experience for me. Because like you you look at four, and they just got really good at just kind of like guiding you with the camera of where you're supposed to go. But I just find like it's little things about this game that are just missing. That uh, that just mm-hmm. Naughty Dog has just gotten like has become such a better studio over the years type of thing, and it like I think the core concept of Uncharted is you know the first one's solid, the gameplay is pretty solid, but like there's just a lot of little things missing that you, you just kind of see in the later iterations. That I'm just it kind of makes me impressed that you know where they've really come as a studio. Um, uh, but I will say playing Uncharted and Resident Evil 4 Remake at the same time, it does make me appreciate how much better Resident Evil 4. I know this is the remake, but still, like, I just feel like the enemy encounters and just the, the combat arenas are just so much better in, in 4. I don't know why. The only thing I really remember about Uncharted is the beginning where you're, like, gonna scuba dive off Are you that talking boat. about 4? No, the original you of don't, uh, Uncharted. Well, you, you don't really a scuba dive. You you use, like, the boat to, like, train, pick up the his, his uh, like, coffin, which then his, like, Drake, Drake's body's not actually in the coffin. Yeah, that's the... Okay, because, like, there is that scuba diving sequence in 4. Yeah, no, I mean, yes. I just remember when they're, like, on the boat in the beginning of one. Yeah, That's, like, the only It's not the I most memorable. You're kind of just reason. stuck on that one island for most of it. Yeah, and, like, I, in my mind, I know, like, what the geography and, like, the, you know, like, the broken down right. ruins of that island look like. Yeah, it, I mean, out of the... Five at this point, I would say Uncharted is the, the first one is the least memorable, but which that's not always like that. I feel like that's pretty common where studios, the first one comes out, it has some good ideas, but like the second one then comes out and it's fantastic. So, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I remember liking that game, but now because I played that game originally, like maybe a year after it came out on the PS3 in my college dorm room. That is, like, yes. That's a long fucking time ago. <laughs> and that was the last time I played that game. But you don't so replay like, games yeah. anyway. Uh, that's crazy. No, I don't. So, But that's just right. one of those things where it's like it, trying to think back. It's like, holy shit. That was yeah, there are definitely like games at this point where I look and say, like, I remember playing that. I don't remember anything about it, but I do remember playing it. Yeah. Uh, so, so that's really all I have to say about Uncharted. Uh, with Resident Evil Four, I finished the second playthrough, and Manny, I may have started a third. So, uh, the, oh, this damn. one though, I you decided that I'm going to just like New Game Plus, third third run, and I put it on easy, and I'm just gonna blast through it and just kind of play it as like a fun action, like run and gun action game. 
Because, like, this game actually, like, if you want to play nice. it that way, it, okay. like, it, it has the mechanics built in that you can have some fun with that, so. Uh, so that's all I'm doing. I, yeah, I, for sure. I am blasting through each chapter within, like, 20, 25 minutes, so. I, I'm just kind of, at this point, I'm just having, like, a power fantasy, yeah, just having yeah. a little fun. Because I already had, like, the, the spooky-ish, like, horror, like, survive. It's not really a survival horror game. I would say it's, like... It's more. It's way more of an action game, but no, there are still like yeah. survival horror elements, especially with just like you are still like having to manage your bullets, mm -hmm. and you, you always have just enough, but you're definitely having to like mix and like switch weapons a lot. Um, in this third playthrough, my weapons are so powerful, I'm just like one shotting everything. So just having some fun. Uh, yeah. But with but with that. I I I've been yeah. playing those two games, but then the big one obviously is Zelda. Yeah, so I was gonna ask, how, I would guess how much have you played of this game? Into fifteen hours. Okay, and my other thing is, it's been a bit of a roller coaster like for it? me. Like initially, I was like, oh, I'm really into this, okay. and then I thought the tutorial area went on for too long okay so th that was my thing is i liked yes. it at first and i was like oh this is fine i think the yes. tutorial area is way worse than the first one and you're right i think it does go on for too long it also like in in breath of the wild the tutorial area is like diverse in like geography and stuff in a in a bigger way because they're like trying to teach mm -hmm. you you know like oh you have to cook to uh survive the cold and like this still has that area but i it's just weird and it i don't know there's something about this one where i was like oh this tutorial area i wasn't really feeling it and then as soon as i got down to the open world mm -hmm. the amount of sheer glee that i felt was like Oh, we're back, baby. Because I was like worried for a bit there, where I was like, "Oh, I think this is fine," uh, but it just wasn't really like super making me very excited. But then the open world happened again, and I was like, "Okay, I, uh, I am back on this." Uh, but the reason I was more asking how you feel about it is because I, I think people overplayed how much some of the issues people had with right. of the Wild were fixed in this. Like I. I don't know. I don't know, man. Because I was looking at like the Resetera thread when people were playing it beforehand, and there were a lot of people who were like, "Oh, I didn't like Breath of the Wild at all, Jesus. but I think Tears of the Kingdom is the best game ever made." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "That's crazy to me personally," because I they are similar. They're very similar in terms of like, yes, you can fuse weapons, but that doesn't really truly help with the durability issue if you had that previously. I... Um. At least for for me, like it doesn't change it that much, but I also never really had an issue with it, so I was just curious. So. I, I, I would to go back to the tutorial area. I think one of the things that I really bugged me was just it, it wasn't fun traversing those sky sky islands. All the abilities, it, it was very tedious, and it, it and you had to just kind of suffer. I just felt like at a certain point, I was just kind of suffering through it. You're right. Once I got out of that tutorial area, and I this is a minor spoiler, and I, I am sorry to people out there, but like, yeah. title card of the <laughs> fucking year. 
Holy shit, that got me so hyped. Oh, oh my god, it's so <laughs> sick. Yeah, it's so yeah, sick. Oh I god, love was, that. I just as got well. so excited. That's when I was like, I'm back in. So, uh, uh, but then like I just continued yeah. to just kind of mainline it, and as soon as I got the um, oh, what do you call it, the the paraglider, I I at that point yeah. it's kind of a natural like point i've just gone off into the wild and i'm just exploring and i haven't touched any of the main quest mm -hmm. okay that that makes sense um i have oh, wow. done three of the temples uh so mm -hmm. i have like i i've played this game a lot um but i i did the the first three of the temples and one of the other things that a lot of people had a problem with in Breath of the Wild was they didn't really like the divine beasts and they wanted more traditional Zelda style dungeons. This I think okay is in the middle <laughs> where like it still has similar puzzles to the divine beasts but like they're not all aesthetically the same like the divine beasts were inside they are all like oh this is the fire one or this is the water one and so they look different um and like they're a little bit more focused in terms of like the puzzle solving like they'll usually focus on okay. one kind of ability uh to use um and they're pretty fun like i enjoy solving those puzzles but i don't know that that's gonna like sell people who didn't like the divine beasts i think it's still got enough of that dna in there that maybe people won't be like oh yes this is a traditional zelda dungeon um but it, it never could be because like you're not gonna just i don't know the way items work in this game it's not like you're gonna get a dungeon item and then just like you know use most of right. that to solve the puzzles so it yeah i don't know i i like it That's i like good. them so far uh and the bosses the bosses of the divine beasts were the thing that i hated the last time because they were all yeah. the same they were just like different different colored yeah. ghost men uh these oh, are good, these good. are different unique bosses uh and they're very they're very cool i actually have liked all of them so far um i think that's really neat um i don't know it's one of those things where i feel like i don't have a lot to say about this game but i do well i mean like it. i just <laughs> i just kind of wrote down some notes as i've been playing like alter hand i thought that was very clunky at first how did you feel I, i'm getting used to it now but like I was like, ooh, I don't so, know about this game. I had initially. that. I had that discussion with Nukio a couple days in, where I was just like, "Hey, how are you liking it? I've seen that you've been playing it a lot." Okay. And he basically was like, "I love this game," and then he was like, "My main gripe is I fumble with yeah. the controls often. Like I'll yes. hit the wrong button a lot." And I was like, "Yeah, I also have that problem." And I was like, "I think." that that will go away the more i play it and yeah it, like alter hand like it uh, took me a long time that was one of the benefits of the tutorial area and i had to like it just basically had to keep like banging my head against until i finally just started to understand the controls but with that like i'm loving the fuse yeah. system Oh, it's so good. Like, because like I in the first shit. in the first Breath of the Wild, there was just something about like fighting an enemy, and just kind of then get and then they drop some item or they drop a weapon, and then it's just like worse than what you have. But a lot of times, I'm like, 
seeing these bigger enemies and I'm like, I'm going to go interact and I'm going to go engage with them. I'm going to fight them. They're going to drop an item and then I can take that really good item and fuse it to one of like one of my swords or one of my sturdy sticks or something like that. And like I the weapons breaking is not bothering me as much because like with these items, I'm able to craft the weapons that I want. Yeah, and like I think the major improvement in the encounters is like at a certain point in Breath of the Wild, it was like I'm not going to fight these bokoblins anymore because I have 900 exactly. bokoblin exactly. horns that I can do nothing that I can do nothing with. But in this, like you could drop one of those horns and fuse it to something yeah, to like exactly. get a semi decent weapon. You know what I mean? So like it is more worth it to engage in the combat. Yeah, the first the one there was really game, not a good reason if. If you had decent weapons already, there was no reason to engage with the combat. Because a lot of times you were just going to break your weapons and get worse weapons. Uh, where I just don't feel that way yeah, anymore. Yeah, so, so now... Yeah. No, so yes. I, I guess that that is an improvement in that, in that regard, for sure. Uh, yeah, and I just... I don't know. Yep. I just like exploring, man. I don't know. Something about it is, like, you see the shrine, you will go there... The thing that I don't like, and I usually, I don't like the Koroks where they say like, mm -hmm. oh, my friend's over there, and you got to figure out how to get him over there. Usually I'll try a little bit, and then if I fuck it up, I'm like, sorry, bro, you're just at the bottom of this <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it. Know? It's like, I'm not a huge fan of that either. There's all, there is one other thing that I don't um, like, and I understand why they did it. I don't like the yeah. fuse mechanic with the, the arrows. I kind of wish you could, like, fuse like something like the items to the the bows themselves and then it's just like okay this is now a fire bow and it has just really low durability so like i got like two or three shots with this thing i rather than like because it's just clunky yeah. the way they have it where you have to aim and then like scroll through the menu and find the item that you want while you're in the middle of aiming i i hate that mechanic so i think it wouldn't be as bad if like you you get yes. four trillion items so like if you can sort it by most used but that means that you have to have yep. used the thing you are looking for already so like if you get some new thing you're like oh i want to try to shoot this yeah you scroll for like 14 I, I did, hours until you're where like, like if you could just like be this. like i'm just gonna attach this to my bow and i get five shots out of it but it'll be like five great shots i i think that would just be a better mechanic for for me personally yeah, it just it is weird and clunky, and I like yes. you. I understand why it is that way. It's just it's no. It, I I think they could have come up with they, something a little they, better. Uh, and then last but not least, I love yeah. the towers. I just love that mechanic of you go to the tower, you plug in your basically oh little God. switch thing, it scans, and then you get shot up in the air. And then when you're floating back down, you pull out the telescope and start looking around to where you want to explore off to. I just I like. They came up with a narrative, re like an in-world reason for why the the map unlocks, and I just I love little things like that in games. Yes, it is so mm. sick. It's very. I think it's so cool. And then the fact that you can yep. just like do it again if you want, and it yep. allows you to traverse large distances if you want to. Like, so it's very yeah. Other than that, I've um, literally been just like I've been just looking for towers and looking for shrines since I got into Hyrule. And I'm putting all of my Light of Blessings into Stamina right now so I can just continue to explore. Uh, um, I love the depths. Okay. I will say that. Uh, this game is ridiculous. I 
Uh, the the only one of the main things I can think about when I am playing this game is what the fuck are Pokemon Sword? <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. the fuck happened? How can how can this game exist at almost most of the time, uh, solid thirty frames a second, where I can jump from a fucking sky island down to the surface and then below the surface to a second map that is the same size as the surface, which is buck-ass wild, not have any load screens, not have it chug. How? How is that possible? And then on fucking Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, if I, like, (laughs) the game dies. It makes it makes no sense. Like the Zelda team has the secret magic sauce. The the Pokemon team clearly I, couldn't yeah. even begin it, to understand. I don't get it. It just the fact in the fact that in this game the draw distance works as well as it does for what the switch is and how big the world is is still baffling to me. I do not understand. How I, yeah, I don't. It, it's incredible how how because like you're like oh I can see that and then you kind of like you pin it and then you look at the map and you're like holy fuck that's like halfway across the map. Yeah, that's <laughs> far away. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where like Monolith Soft was credited as doing a lot of stuff, some stuff on this game, and if you like the Xenoblade okay. open world works very similarly in terms of draw distance. So like they probably were like, hey, here's some hot tips, and we can we can help you uh, with performance and stuff like that. Um, so I, I assume that's the parts they helped with, but it just it. It is mind blowing to me. Uh, the main time I have had frame rate issues is recently I was in the Zora area where okay. there's a lot of running water and there is some other stuff happening. And so if I am there and then also try to do ultra hand, okay. it's a little chunky. <laughs> yeah. But I, it makes sense when you see everything that is like moving and going on around you. So it's like, OK, I this one I can give more of a pass. But the, the rest of the stuff is like, I don't understand how this works. And so have you really gone into the depths I, much? Today was the first time I've gone in there. I like finished the shrine and then I was like, oh, here's a well. I'm going to go down here. Immediately it got obliterated because I don't have, I still have only the four hearts. Uh, and then like, yeah. I literally had to load a prior save because like the game saved when I first landed um, in the well and I couldn't get out of it. So, so I had to, actually redo a shrine which was not terrible because like i knew the solution so i was able to get through it pretty quickly uh so right now i'm just going to keep focusing on Um, the surface and then maybe eventually get down into the well so the the, wells are different (laughs) so so there are there are 54 wells in the world i believe and they have uh varying things in them uh but then the depths are like when you you can fall down into these okay. giant chasms and it is literally pitch black you can see nothing other than some shapes in the distance but if you throw bright bloom seeds right. it lights up the area and then the equivalent of shrines down there are these like tree roots and when you like go up to them it lights up the surrounding area okay. permanently when you go down there, you'll know it's fucking wild. And then you're like, oh, how big is this? And you scroll out. It is the entirety of the surface world map in size below the surface. Oh. 
and I don't understand. And so, like, I have not really found a lot of stuff down there. Like, it's a lot more open. Uh, but people, I've seen things. People have found all kinds of buckwild right. shit down there. Uh, and like, I haven't, I haven't found a lot of that stuff yet. But it's just like, it adds an extra layer of like. This game is listening to kind of funny. Blessing was like, imagine Breath of the Wild. Now double it. And I was just like, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, no, like it is. It is that. And what I think is crazy is in all their marketing, they were called Sky Islands. There are there are not that many Sky Islands. And like what is on there is not that exciting. The depths are as big as the fucking world map, and it is mind blowing. It is yeah, I haven't even touched the depths, so that's great for me. Yeah, so like there, you'll near the beginning town, there is a chasm, and if you talk to the people near there, they'll be like, "Oh, okay. you should look at this," or whatever. And so there are like some story ways to get down there, but if you just have a paraglider, you can you'll find it yourself eventually. But it it is just one of those things that is crazy, and the fact that Nintendo didn't really market it until two hours before the fucking game came out, I don't get it. I like I don't get it, but it is really cool down there, and it like you see all these like remnants of past civilization and stuff, and all the enemies have this like fucked up like aura coming off of them, and if they hit you, they'll make it so you can't recover the certain amount of hearts until you go back to the surface like those hearts are just unusable it's wild down there everything is wild it's much more difficult but there's a lot more like zonai material and crystals and stuff down there uh and there are like arenas where you can get chests that give you really really cool armor especially if you like zelda i won't say much more than that there's a lot of stuff down there um but yeah it i don't know man it basically this game, to me, it can't exist without Breath of the Wild, but it makes Breath of the Wild feel like a yeah. Uh Which I, I think is really cool, and like I do, I do really like this game, and I am enjoying going through it. I think it's so neat to go back to the towns from the previous game because like people have grown up and things have changed. The way that the geography has changed in specific areas because of the upheaval... Uh, I think is really neat. Um, there are caves on the surf. There are like hun- over a hundred yep, caves. Yep, I've definitely stumbled upon uh, those. Th- there are there are like fifty four or some wells to discover. There's over a hundred shrines. It just the whole thing is wild to me. I don't know. It, the game the game is huge, and there is so much to discover and do. Uh, the the amount of things that you can stupid things that you can do with Ultra Hand and the fuse system like in the previous game I barely ever used shield surfing. Um, this game I have used it a bit more, but if you fuse a minecart to your shield, that motherfucker's a. I've heard about that. Yeah. (laughs) So like you can just shield surf anywhere except you have Mm -hmm. wheels now. And that, that that's really cool for traversal. I have fused Zonai rockets to my shield, so then you put the shield out and you just rock it up. It I don't know, man. I the amount of possibilities are crazy, and the fact that I have played this game for probably like 25, 30 hours and or more, 
because God forbid the Switch tells me how much I play. And not you have to uh, wait what like two weeks, and then you'll finally. I think it's two weeks. It's yeah, such an so asinine. Why would you want to know that before? I, I mean, I don't fucking like. Oh yeah, remember you? This is the first time you played. This was eight days ago. Yeah. Like, man, who gives a <laughs> shit? I don't need that info. Because I literally looked at that this morning, being like, "Oh, I wonder if it'll tell me how much I played." And it's like, I played it nine days ago, and it's like that's not what I was hoping to find out. But okay. Well, and I found I found out that if a game drops off your profile for too long, it'll eventually say it's the first time you've played it. So recently, it was like, "Oh man, you played Smash Brothers for the first time," and I was like, <laughs> "Did I? Did I?" <laughs> uh, uh, but that one's funny because I can just look in game how much I've played. Right. And I was like, ah, yes. First time I played 300 hours ago. Like, <laughs> come, come on, man. Um, but yeah, like the, I feel like I have barely scratched the surface in a way that is scary. <laughs> yeah. But also, but also really cool. And like the fact that there was meaningful DLC for Breath of the Wild, they'll almost certainly do it for this. This is the fastest selling Nintendo game of all time. I did see that it it sold 10 million copies in three days. That's crazy. Another crazy statistic is in those three days, it sold 2.2 million copies in Japan, which is almost 2% of the population of Japan. Yeah, that's... I don't know, man. It's buck wild. So, like, I, if they don't make DLC in the same way, they are leaving money, free money on the table, I think. Uh, it is almost universally praised in reviews and stuff like that. Um... It it is a crazy game, and like it's one of those things where a lot of game companies are charging seventy dollars for their games now, just as a rule. Nintendo just did it for this, right? And they said we th we think this game is worth an extra ten dollars. I tend to agree with that. I th I think that it is a great game. It is people will get tons of time and out of it. Uh, but for Nintendo's sake, like, I think it's crazy because, like, Pikmin is only 60 bucks and that comes out in July. Like, they're not just like, hey, all our games are 70 bucks. Now. Right, right. It's it's a weird, it's a weird, cool thing. But I, yeah, I don't know. I The fact that I feel like I have barely scratched the surface is just, like, a fucking crazy thing to me. I don't know. Uh, I have one other minor gripe with the game, and it's not even that major, but, like, yeah. it's a game that, like, I'm having a hard time playing throughout the week. Because I want, like, that's a, it's a weekend game, you know? I want to yeah. know I have, like, four or five hours to just, like, bust in the game, so. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. I usually, recently, have not been playing unless I can play for longer play sessions. So, like, uh, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but it is one of those no. things where, like, in our current, with our current lifestyles, you know, like, it's, it's hard yeah. to... You know, after work, it's hard to sit down and play Zelda. Where it would like mm -hmm. Resident Evil, I can sit down and just play a chapter and be like, "All right, I accomplished something tonight." Where Zelda, you play for a half hour and you're like, "I what did I find one shrine?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so yeah. Um, but yeah, there are many features that I know of that exist in this game that I did not talk about because some of them are really wild to discover. Um, the amount of side quests are larger and the side quests are more meaningful, but then there are also side adventures, which means that you will usually unlock some type of mechanic or it will meaningfully change the world or move someone around the world in a meaningful way. Uh, and there's like a buttload of those as well. It, there's a lot. 
and it's it's really neat and i'm glad that it exists and i'm glad that it i'm glad that to me it feels worth the amount of time they spent on it yes and it i mean it's just a fantastic product and it, it it is exactly what i thought it was going to be where i'm going to be playing this for a very long time Uh, I mean, I'll probably reach that with this at some point, but right now I feel very far away from that point. <laughs> I get that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, that's that's what I have on yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, that's what uh, I have so far. I'm sure in two weeks we will have more Tears of the Kingdom updates. So Yeah, and in two weeks when we do it again, I will have played Street Fighter Six. Which is crazy to think about because it comes out June 2nd. That's the Friday before we do the podcast. So I'm just thinking, like, for me personally, you're going to be away Memorial Day weekend. I have those three days off, and my girlfriend's going away because she's going to a bachelorette party. (laughs) Maybe, like, there's a good chance I don't leave the apartment for days. Full (laughs) degen mode. (laughs) Yes, yes. I think I'm going, like, I'm regressing back to my early 20s. Let's just say that. That's fine. Yes, yes. Uh, you would do the that, same exact thing. I, I did that when I watched my mom's house a couple uh, weeks ago. So yeah. <laughs> I, I get it. Um, yeah, but I'm excited. I'm yeah. excited to see the final version of Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. I'm, and then a couple weeks later, Final Fantasy 16. It's it just just me. in just a few days, we're going to find out what's going on with Sony for at least the next year. Uh, I know. Uh, we just like... Video games are back. Not that they ever left, but like, oh my god, this is this is going to be like, I feel like it always happens in like at the beginning of console generations. Like, they're the games are just not there yet. I think this is the year where games are like, the console generation has really hit their stride. Oh, know? for sure. And like, I know you could argue that the Switch had a great first year, uh, but like. But the Switch is always, like, I feel like the Switch has been special where it's been consistently pretty good every year. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, like, you cannot say that about, like, PS5 and Xbox. Like, finally, I feel like the PS5 and Xbox are hitting their stride this year. And, oh, my God. And then you have Nintendo just releasing these great games. Like, I still haven't even touched Metroid Prime, and I need to play that. So, like, I don't know. It's just a fantastic year for video games, and it's only getting better. I'm, oh, I'm so excited. No, yeah, for me, this year is buck wild. Like, yeah, yeah. within, from the time span of just Zelda to Street Fighter to Final Fantasy 16, that's crazy. Diablo. And Diablo's but, in the mix but there. Di- Diablo 4 comes out that same day if people like Diablo. Like, the fact that Mortal Kombat is... Uh, it is for the Series X and the PS5. It yes. does not have PS4 and Xbox One versions. Somehow it has a Switch version. We'll see what the fuck happens there. Because <laughs> if it can't run on PS4 and Xbox One, what the fuck is the Switch going to do? I don't know the answer to that. But like that, Mortal Kombat will come out. Um, Spider-Man. It, Spider-Man will most likely come out. Like I really like Jedi Survivor. I, that's I like another that. game I have to touch, and I need to I need to at least dabble with Hogwarts Legacy at some point, and and like Assassin's Creed, everything they're saying about Assassin's Creed, it sounds like they're making the game that I'm looking for, like a smaller experience. I, oh, 
Yes. And then, like, if Hollow Knight Silk Song does actually come out this year for me, mm-hmm. that's really exciting. There are a bunch of indie games that I backed on Kickstarter that are supposed to come out over the next six months. Like, I'm in there. I'm in it. Video and, like, what if they're like, hey, we're making a new Castlevania game? Uh, yeah, I... Oh, man. <laughs> I can't. Uh, it's just, yeah. <sighs> yeah, so I that is what we have for the podcast this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, two weeks is going to be crazy. The oh. fact that I will be able to will be able to talk more about Tears of the Kingdom. I will be able to talk about Street Fighter Six, and we will be able to talk about what happened at the PlayStation Showcase. Like, yep. I'm fucking, I'm hype as hell. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's the thing: like, I, I think if I'm gonna get Street Fighter Five, I want to have a dual sense for that. So I'm like, am I gonna buy a PS Five? <laughs> That's kind of where I'm, where uh, my head is at right yeah, now. We'll see. Because if that happens, then I'm gonna get the Horizon DLC. That is true. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I can sneak. I'll maybe I'll buy that when my girlfriend's away, and then she won't know that yeah. I, I spent five hundred dollars on something I didn't need to spend five hundred dollars on. I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see what the PS4 version of uh, Street Fighter Six is like. I don't know. I think at that point, like, I'm going to get a PS5 this year anyway, so, like, I might just pull the trigger. No, that's fair. I'm just curious to yeah. see, like, if the... I bet that the single-player mode won't run super well on PS4, but I think that the the fighting game fighting game part will run fine. So. It, it probably it won't look nearly as good. I mean, oh no, but but we'll see how it goes. Because I just I don't want to use the Xbox D pad. It's gonna. Oh, feel, I get that. That's gonna feel bad. I would rather touch the the <laughs> you know. Oh man, so yep. So that's that's where my head's at. I'm like, am I gonna be talking about my new PS5 uh, next next podcast as well? I guess that we'll find out. I would love that for you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, with that, that'll do it for us this week. Um, as always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. You should check them out. And we will be back in two weeks with just a banger podcast. Get ready. Uh, and with that, we will catch you next time. Peace out.